0: Slightly different date night this week.
1: Um, yeah, you've you've made a request on what you want to watch. I
0: have. Yes, I really want to watch Terminator. Oh, I'm gonna get the title wrong. Terminator on Dark Fate.
1: That's what is I... that the
0: film that I want to see?
1: That that's how I imagined <laughs> it to be called.
0: But like the latest Terminator, which has come on to Sky recently, so mm. it popped up, and I didn't even know it was gonna like arrive, and I didn't see it when it came out in the pictures last year. Mm. And I really, really wanted to go, but circumstances meant that I wasn't able to. So yeah, now it's here, I want to see it because I don't really know that much about it.
1: So I went to see it last year. I don't really remember that much about <laughs> uh-oh, it.
0: Uh-oh, uh-oh.
1: <laughs> I don't really remember, I've got an idea of how I liked it, but we'll, I'll keep that under my hat.
0: Yeah, I don't mm. want to talk about like the actual film until we get, like we watched it and we get to that bit.
1: It'd be odd if we went through all the plot points now, but
0: <laughs> yeah, unorthodox
1: that, for a podcast.
0: Like, my big thing is, is um, spoilers for anyone who hasn't seen Terminator Dark Fate and doesn't want to know anything about it, but my, my big thing that I know is that Linda Hamilton's back, and I love Linda Hamilton. Like, I just thought she was amazing the way that she switched from the original Terminator film to Terminator 2 Judgment Day. Mm. I still, like, remember seeing her do is it like does she do like those pull-up things I can't remember whether it's push-ups or pull-ups or whatever but she's working out in the um it's like an um an asylum would that be what you would call it I think
1: modern day you would call it a like an um, institution Yes, she has been she has been taken under the care under mm. whatever the American nineties equivalent of the Mental Health Act is.
0: That's it. Yeah. So she's been sectioned. Yes. Um, that's the word. Yeah, that's the word we're looking for. But yeah, and when you said taken under the care, obviously they're not treating her particularly well. Yeah. In that institution. But I remember seeing her and like seeing her arms and seeing just she she was so, so different from the uh, Linda Hamilton we knew in the original Terminator. If you go back and watch that, she's curly hair. She's going out with it. She's like living in a flat with a girlfriend, yes. you know, and all. They go out, going out on the town, and they like they, they find her in a club, and you just you can't believe that difference between that mm. Linda Hamilton and then the next one um, in Terminator: 2 Judgment Day. So. I'm just really looking forward to seeing her back on screen because I think she's a fantastic screen presence and the character of Sarah Connor I think is absolutely iconic and what a, a character for, for women because this was an um, a action franchise, sci-fi franchise and there was a woman right at the heart of it which was brilliant for me in sort of 1991 when I first saw Terminator 2 before Terminator so I saw it the wrong way around.
1: Oh okay, mm. right. Yeah. Okay. So I hadn't
0: seen the original Sarah Connor, so when I, when I then went back and watched mm-hmm. the original Terminator, I couldn't believe the journey that Linda Hamilton had been on.
1: Okay, fair enough. Mm-hmm. So I I remember watching Terminator taped off the telly in like the late 80s, early 90s.
0: Yeah, because it was 89 the original Terminator came out.
1: It can't be 89 that the original Terminator came out. It
0: is, done. Nowhere. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, a quick draw for the phones. I'm going to have a look as well. Terminator 2 was 1991.
1: Yeah, and there was a fair bit of time between it. Oh, The Terminator
0: 1984. Oops. (laughs) Uh Uh-oh.
1: Yeah, sir.
0: (laughs) Just going to crawl away and hide under a rock. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Carry on. (laughs) Late eighties, it was on TV. I remember watching it, like being blown away by it because it was just like Arnold Schwarzenegger being cool. And then I remember watching Terminator Two because Terminator Two was like a fifteen, was it? Oh, I don't know. Yeah, but I remember some kids who should have probably been disciplined or not been allowed to do it uh, showing it over (laughs) over like three week, over three days on a lunchtime in the school library.
0: Oh, wow. Yeah. I didn't expect that. Yeah. I thought it was like, like in their, you know, garage or something, but
1: nope. no. Nope. School library. Wow. On a lunchtime. So we went in and watched like it 40 minutes at a time, or it might have been, you know, an hour or whatever, but yeah. Uh, so that, that's how I saw Terminator 2. And then the next films blend into one for me.
0: Okay. See, I love a franchise. I mm. Even the really, <laughs> that the franchises that lose all heart and soul... I'm thinking about Aliens. Um, You know, I just, I love a continuing story, especially when someone comes along. Like, let's say with Aliens, Fincher comes along and does Alien 3. Yeah. And totally turns it on its head. I know you haven't seen Alien 3, so I'm not going to talk too much about it. But it is a very, very different film to the two preceding Alien films. Mm. And even the one after that, Alien Resurrection, that becomes, you know, that is, it's the guy who did... um, Amelie? No, it's not. No, it's not. Who might
1: Isn't it the guy that did the transporter and Leon and things like that? Okay, so yeah, it's Amelie. <laughs> <laughs> well, aren't we the the font of film knowledge today? <laughs> we shouldn't check these out. Just send them out. and. Uh... Uh,
0: so yeah, so you've got that. So he's, he's um, it's very European um, your characters are, are, are much more international compared to like the original Alien. I'm not gonna go into massive about the Alien franchise, but you know everyone brings something to the party, even though the party might not be particularly good. And that's what I really love about franchises. I really like just, I, I'm, sometimes I much prefer the ones that are a bit rubbish. Look at Jaws for me. It's not that I prefer Jaws 3D, but I have a really good time watching it. It's definitely not that I prefer Jaws The Revenge, but if it's on, I will watch it because it's part of that story.
1: I mean, I'm the same with Police Academy. <laughs> okay. Like, I grew up watching the Police Academy films, and I love them. And if they are on, I can watch them. And even then, like, there are rubbish ones of the Police Academy film, and it was starting at not the highest point anywhere, <laughs> and goes downhill. I mean, Steve Guttenberg left it, and oh no, yeah, Steve Guttenberg <laughs> bails after he was four just of like, them. In all of them? No, no, no. After after four, he bails. Oh dear. And they replace him with. A uh, Gutenberg alike.
0: <laughs> uh, well, you know, and thinking about that in Terminator 3 Rise of the Machines, mm. to try and get this right. Um, so Nick Stahl takes over as John Connor. Do you remember Nick Stahl? Yeah. No, he has had a bit of a troubled um, story recently. I know him from Sin City. Okay. So I remember him in Sin City. Um, and then he is sort of his star was on the, on the, mm. what's the word I'm looking for? On the, on the, say it, on the rise. On the Yeah, that's it. On the rise. Yeah. yeah, we really are not doing very well tonight, are we? Um, so yeah, his star was on the rise. And then, of course, they put him in as John Connor. He's not a good John Connor. Claire Danes turns up as his wife in that as well. Okay. She's okay. Like, she's trying her best. But you've got, Christina Loken as the TX, okay. as the female Terminator. Yeah. And there's the awful shot of her boobs expanding, and it just <laughs> it just got a bit bizarre. Um, then what's the next one? Is Terminator
1: it- Salvation, Salvation. Is the next one.
0: And who's in
1: that one? So that's the one with Christian Bale and Sam Worthington. Oh, okay. Yeah. Directed by McG, where <gasps> oh, Christian, Bale, like Christian Bale, yeah, lost Not it on set. Hey yeah. McG. Yeah, uh, so that's got uh, Christian Bale, Sam Worthington, who was mm. fresh off um, Avatar. Yeah, yeah, I don't know whether yeah, it was yeah. before or after, yeah. but obviously that was a big thing at the time. Mm. Anton Yelchin was in it. Of course, uh, he mm. played
0: Kyle Reese. and Very sadly, he he died very tragically. Yeah, just after that, yeah.
1: Uh, Moon Bloodgood.
0: Oh, yes, I love Moon Bloodgood.
1: Apparently Helena Bonham Carter's in it.
0: Yeah, she is. She's um, a doctor. Bryce in. Dallas Howard. Yeah, she plays his wife.
1: God, I don't remember any of this.
0: Yeah, I do know that.
1: And then it was... Then it's
0: Genesis. Genesis,
1: which we watched on flight Yeah. to... Was it... What year was it? Terminator, Genesis. Could I,
0: it possibly be Las Vegas? Don't we only, only ever go to Las Vegas?
1: Well, it was either Las Vegas or... New York. So it was 2015, so it was probably New York. Mm. And that, yeah, and that was Jason Clarke as John Connor. Yes. And Amelia Clark as yeah, Sarah Connor. And I
0: really lost it at that. That that was one where I know I'm saying I really like rubbish sequels, mm. but something went desperately wrong with that. Yeah. I, I didn't like the way that they they took the story. It just didn't feel like Terminator to me. Mm. So I'm interested to see what's happening with this one because this se- seems, you know, and I'm saying that with a big emphasis on it, this, you know, what would have tempted Linda Hamilton back? Because she doesn't have to do this. Um, you know, it probably reminds her a lot of her ex-husband because she was married to James Cameron. Yeah. Um. So why why would she come back and be involved in in this film if she didn't think there was something to it?
1: So what do you know about the continuity of this?
0: <sighs> not not particularly very much, and I don't really want to go into it now if that's okay. Okay. Because I'd like fine. to go in. I can't really remember very much about it.
1: Yeah.
0: I remember bits from the trailer. Right, but it's all out of sync. And if we remind ourselves of it now, I'm gonna go into it having more knowledge than I want. Is that's that absolutely okay?
1: fine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll cool. do that.
0: I, I really want to talk about James Cameron and all of his marriages when we come back. I don't. So think remind so. I don't think we that. necessarily
1: need to do that. I but... really want to. <laughs> okay. He's
0: been married five times.
1: Ross from Friends has been married three times. Wow, it's exciting! Mm. I,
0: I just I love who he's been married to and when and mm. all the timeline. But anyway, yes, that's okay. me and my little gossipy magazine part of me coming out
1: sidebar of shame <laughs> yeah. hey don't, don't be doing that with me
0: right so let's go and watch Terminator Dark Fate
1: okay my name is Sarah Connor August 29
0: 1997 it was supposed to be judgement day
1: That I changed the future, saved three billion lives. Enough of a resume for you. No. You may have changed the future, but you didn't change our fate. I know you're scared, but I'm here to protect you. I've never seen one like you before, almost human. I am human, just enhanced. Why do you care what happens to her? Because I was her.
0: Sarah! I can see you're very upset.
1: I'm going to help you protect the girl.
0: Nobody else is gonna die because of me!
1: You don't make it. Everybody dies.
0: Expect a big pain, brother.
1: A whole body's a weapon. Sorry. When this is all over, I am going to kill you. I understand
0: I'll be back. So yeah, I really like the soundtrack.
1: Why is it, whenever there's a character called Grace, mm-hmm. I don't think of Grace Kelly, I don't think of Grace Jones, I think of Get Grace Out from early Big Brothers.
0: Get Grace Out. Get <laughs> Grace Out. Grace yeah. and Mikey. Yeah. Are so still together?
1: Literally, when someone said, where's Grace in that? And I really mm. want to go, oh, she's in the diary room with Mikey.
0: <laughs> now they've got a couple of kids and they've, they're married and they've been together for ages. It's nice. It's nice. <laughs>
1: we have alienated every other listener. <laughs> yeah, if anyone
0: didn't watch the good old UK Big Brother from back in the day. <laughs>
1: 2010.
0: 3 4 Oh god, please don't tell me that you know that that's the actual date.
1: It will be around then. It was an earlier you, series. It started in 2001. Yeah. And it was like maybe the second or third, the third or fourth series,
0: I think. You, I knew you would know this because you've got exactly the same sort of mindset for X Factor c- contestants as well. You're <laughs> do really I? good with that. You you if I say to you, oh well, what who was in the 2004 X Factor or whatever? Do you know what I mean? Like, who was it? Who won 2011 yeah. X Factor? You can just Tell me who's in it. Even, like, the really random ones, like Two Shoes.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Two Shoes are the best. (laughs) Diva Fever.
0: See? This is what I mean. This is what I mean. I brought Two Shoes out from the back of my mind because you mentioned them, so I've I've got that as a, you know. But Diva Fever, I have not thought of since they were on that show.
1: It was 2006. Oh, stop
0: it. it. Stop it. Stop it. Anyway. um. (laughs) Anyway, Big Brother, but that is not what we're talking about. We're talking yeah. about Terminator Dark Fate. So yeah, I know I said spoilers in the first part of this, but spoilers again for Terminator Dark Fate. We are going to spoil the heck out of this. Exciting! I'm so pleased with that. I've gone in with very low expectations, I have to say. So I don't know whether my low expectations have lifted my enjoyment of this film. Mm. I really enjoyed that. Okay. It's too long. That's uh-huh. my, my biggest concern.
1: Oh yeah. Is
0: it's too long.
1: It's we put ourselves into another situation where we get attacked and then we get away, and then yeah. we get into another situation where we get totally. attacked. and get away.
0: Totally. It's just it's set piece after set piece after set piece. Yeah. Now part of me I was thinking about this. When they were flying out of the, an aeroplane at one point, I was thinking, This is going on, this chase is and I mean that throughout the whole film. Yeah. The whole the, the chase of the whole film is going on too long. Mm. We did not need this next thing in an aeroplane, next thing in a waterfall, next thing whatever. Yeah. But of course, the whole idea of the Terminator is that the Terminator is always following you. That you think you've got out of that situation and yet, in the back of your mind, you should always be aware that they're going to pop out from somewhere. So... I've kind of got that on in this hand. Okay, the hand I'm waving about in front of you.
1: Yeah, but there is a narrative that you need to follow to make it interesting rather exactly. than just... Yeah. At some point... What is quite a cool terminate does just get pretty boring yes. by the fact that you just see him split off from his little ex, uh, endoskeleton, <laughs> and then and then oh, back he goes. Oh, oh no, they've got away, right? See, so we're getting five minutes in a different situation.
0: I think it loses its power, doesn't it, when you've got someone like me who's going, "Oh, his little handies are coming out again," <laughs> and waving we, my arms around like you know, like he does his little knife hands. Yeah. And once you've seen that for the seventh time, yes. that does lose its power. The other thing I was really annoyed with myself about is I must have seen the trailers more than I could remember mm. because all the big action scenes, all the things that you're meant to go, ooh, right, that's that's new, Yeah, I had seen.
1: The trailer gave away the entire film.
0: I think we went through a period of going to the pictures and seeing that trailer... Like, every time it was yeah. on, wasn't it? And we're to the point where we got bored. because
1: yeah, yeah, that's exactly it. I think the first time I saw it, I was like, oh, wow, this looks awesome. And then by the end, I was like, uh, yeah, yeah. I, I was the same with Real Steel, but uh <laughs> went a few years back. Exactly but, different. I really enjoyed that film and then thought it was awful from the trailer. But yeah, anyway, we're not reviewing Real Steel yet.
0: So, well, <laughs> let's see. Give let's it a see. week. Um, I love the cast in this. But one exception. Um, I'd, I'm going to talk about Linda Hamilton. I'm just going to jump into it because I talked about it a lot before we watched the film. Oh, God, I love Linda Hamilton. I've, I can see why she's come back. She's a, she's she's able to play. It's given her stuff to play. There's one point in the film where she turns and says, oh, it's nice not to be Mother Mary anymore, mm. referring back to the fact that she was the person that was going to give birth to John Connor, mm. who was going to save the world, right? Yeah and this other girl now apparently is going to do that. But later on you also see her looking at Grace who is now the protector, this sort of this augmented human protector. And I think Hamilton plays it really subtly, but you can see there's a real identity crisis. Here is a woman that has spent most of her adult life protecting her son in this film and we'll come back to this. In this film, she's not able to Yeah. Yeah, so yeah, we'll come back to that. I don't know why I'm pausing as if that's a spoiler because we've said spoilers. But anyway, so she's unable to protect him, but she spends the rest of her life after he dies looking for Terminators and and going for them. So she is kick-ass Sarah Connor in this. But when this new girl comes in, this young girl, she's no longer Mother Mary and she's no longer the great protector because there's someone else here to protect them. And I, I got that real. Set. I don't know whether I'm because I love Linda Hamilton so much. I'm like buying into this. But I got this real sense of identity loss, and it came from that line of, oh, you know, someone else to play Mother Mary. And that what what is she now? What does she, what role does she have to play? They don't even remember Skynet. Skynet doesn't even occur in this in this history. Mm. It's, in, the- <laughs> in, this hissy- in, this- in this hissy
1: fit that they're yeah. having.
0: In the same hissy fit that I'm having. Yeah, in this timeline, I'll just not say anything to begin with H. Yeah. Um, so, in this timeline, Skynet doesn't even exist. They don't even know who she is. She doesn't have that power of, I'm Sarah Connor, my son's John Connor. Do you know what I mean? I'm
1: That's- really glad you got this out <laughs> of it. Uh oh. I found Linda Hamilton to be a- almost a parody of herself in oh, this. No. She's comes on. She's wooden as hell. She's not wooden. She she is. She really is wooden. No, she isn't. She is, in my opinion.
0: She's not, in my opinion.
1: Well, that's fine. That's fine. She come on. She's wooden as hell. She sulks on screen. She's not wooden. (laughs) Well, it's my opinion, Uh, and I've seen it twice.
0: (laughs) And she's not sulking.
1: Oh, She's, she's in
0: trauma. The woman's in trauma. I feel. I, feel I don't a great think deal well, of... and I don't
1: think Linda Hamilton can pull that off if that's what they're going for.
0: Well, it must have done something for me because. Are you looking upstairs because we're shouting and you're worried? No, about... no, no, <laughs> no, 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 I'm, I'm, no. <laughs> Blake's sorry, wake sorry, up. honey.
1: I'm rolling my eyes. Oh,
0: yeah. I Thought you were like saying, "Oh, Blake might wake up if we shout a bit." Okay, um. Okay, so let me put it this way. Yeah. Maybe I take a lot from this because a lot of the scenes that Linda Hamilton has, she's talking about trauma and loss. Mm. Okay. And quite a few of them made me a bit teary. She was talking about not having many photographs of her son.
1: Mm. Yep. Tick. Yeah.
0: She talks about the sense of trying to find purpose after her son's death. Hello. Mm. So a lot of those things, I wondered whether, and, and again, maybe I'm reading into this, you know how you bring yourself to the party, but and maybe I'm bringing a bit too much of myself but I wondered whether whoever had written this had had a loss, had had some kind of bereavement, had had some kind of trauma because that's that is what I took from it and I appreciated that vibe whether it was meant to be there or not but I, I, I do acknowledge and respect your opinion
1: I mean, it's, I mean, it's perfectly, it's probably just a coincidence that the last thing I saw that I've seen that I recognise the title of is Terminator Salvation in 2009. Um, and then before that, I mean, Home by Christmas, Thief, The Kid and I. I mean, yeah, I mean, she's such a good actress. She's getting all the roles and she's just come back to okay, this. Okay, I'm,
0: I'm going to challenge you on this. Yeah. this. This, I think, is the problem with Hollywood. When we're looking at this film, okay, we've got three women at the center of it. So you don't get that in many films, unless no. you've got something like Bridesmaids, for example, yeah. where they're playing play comedic character characters mm. and women against each other. That's often the theme as well. Yeah, Here you've got a film with three women at the center of it, and you've got in inverted commas, because she's not that old, but you've got an older actress, an older actress that's not playing the grandma, an older actress that's not playing an ex-wife. You know, you have films like Ex-Wives Club and they're all actually 40, you know, rather than sort of later on in life after their fourth husband. I find this really, just, I find it really good as as a woman to see an older woman on the screen playing this kick-ass, Character,
1: uh, oh, so, and I totally understand that. I personally don't think she hit home on the performance.
0: Yeah, and I understand that. And I'm putting that to one side. Mm. And what the, the point they're making is, the argument they're making is that she may not have been given the opportunity to do this in her career because Hollywood is so against women aging because Hollywood doesn't look at women past. 37 and go oh they'll make they'll carry on their career unless they're put into you know unless you like a, a grand dame like judy dench for example mm. that's the argument that i'm making is that perhaps linda hamilton's career has not gone the way that we would have liked it to because of difficulties that we see in hollywood
1: she was 28 when the first terminator came out mm-hmm. Name a, couple, name a couple of things else that she was in at that I, time.
0: I don't, I don't know, Dan. I don't
1: know. That's I, I don't think she's a very good actress. Okay. I think she has a, a better presence... But I think she's acted off the screen by Mackenzie Davis in this.
0: Well, I I don't agree with the premise, but I agree that Mackenzie Davis does a really good job.
1: Mm. Okay. That's I'm glad that we so found some common ground. <laughs>
0: yeah. I think she's brilliant. Yeah. I love the idea of the augmentation. It wasn't like all that stuff you saw in Salvation and Genesis, yeah. where they're making these hybrid oh he's a Terminator, oh he isn't, oh he's a Terminator with a conscience, oh he's a do you know and it it got Ridiculous. Yeah. I hated that they made John Connor a Terminator in the in Genesis, I think it was. I've forgotten about that. So I, that's, just, yeah, I hated but, yeah. that. There was a big thing about it because they actually revealed that in the trailer at the time.
1: Ah, uh,
0: okay. I, I just thought it was terrible. But with this, you can understand that in the future, maybe there could have been some augmentation mm. to, to a human. that re- They retain their humanity, retain their being as a human. Yeah. They can die. But they've got this extra strength, for example. yeah, I thought she played it really well i i I kind of saw the subtleties at the beginning about her connection with Danny, who is the girl that she's trying to um protect. Yeah. You saw there was something something there. I actually thought it was um a love connection okay. rather than Danny being her essentially her mother yes in in the future and mm. um, i got the sense that there were there was more of like a romantic feel there and i was i was a little bit surprised when they went into the it wasn't what i was thinking when yeah. i when i was watching it but fine um my my weak link in this is natalia ria's unfortunately
1: you see this is the difference between me and you I thought she was one of the best things in it. I I, I think she carries it really well. Um, I think she goes... I, I believe her when she's scared at the beginning. I don't think she's awful when she's badass at the end. Clearly, we've got a different opinion on this.
0: We, we are completely the other way around. I know.
1: It was because we had a little... You were doing some research and you made a comment and I was like... Mm. We're gonna not gonna
0: agree on this one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, everything you said, I, I feel the opposite way. I think you feel about Linda Hamilton the way I feel about, um, is it Natalie Reyes or Natalia Natalia Reyes? Natalia Reyes. Um, I think she's fine, but I didn't really believe her. I found the bits where she turns into like when she is being the great leader. I just didn't believe, it felt too forced, it felt too, right, now I've got to be really badass. Do you know what I mean? I, it. Well, you don't, I know you don't, because you've no, looked at I, me, but... I, I understand I've, what
1: you're getting at. I've I feel like exactly the it. same way against Lin, about Linda Hamilton, so look, we're going to have to agree to disagree on yeah, this, because yeah, we're not going to persuade yeah. each other either way. I wasn't
0: that taken by the new Terminator, I have to be honest.
1: He is... The least menacing presence mm. I've seen, um, Arnold Schwarzenegger. When you see him in the original Terminator, he's obviously oh, a, a so presence. Good. Robert Patrick in yes. Terminator Two is like a presence. If yes. he's if, even if he's not built like a brick shit house, yeah. But
0: well, sometimes that's more scary, isn't yeah. it? But he's got almost like these pointy features. He's
1: got looks like looks like a serial killer. Yeah. Um, yeah, the this new guy, one just looks like something that you just pass in the street yeah, and wouldn't, yeah.
0: Yeah, I mean, he was fine, but... I think wasn't... the effects
1: are cooler than he is.
0: Yes, but then, but then of course, as we have said, the, another thing that we agreed on, which is nice, um, is that once you've seen those effects a few times, they yeah, lose their power. Absolutely. So then he loses his power, and mm. you kind of go, well, you're going to die in the end, aren't you? And I
1: saw the effects a few times in the trailer as mm. well.
0: Mm. And to be honest with you, whilst the effects w- were cool at yeah. times there were some occasions where I felt they were a little bit computer um computer game from from the sort of early can we talk t- about 2000s? the prologue now because <laughs> <laughs> that's
1: where I'm at Resident <sighs> Evil cutscene Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do
0: you feel that way about the prologue? Yeah, absolutely. I thought the prologue was some of the best um, de-aging I've ever seen.
1: I think the first, there are two shots. And I think the first one, I'm like, wow, okay. And even having seen it twice now. And then the next thing. Because
0: that's young Linda Hamilton. Yeah, Linda
1: Hamilton and Edward Furlong is de-aged. Obviously, Edward Furlong hasn't been involved with this project. Mm. But they take a model of him and de-age him or...
0: He's absolutely at that um, at that age of Judgment Day.
1: Even though quite... this is five years later. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They, yeah.
0: They, well, they must have used the... Mm. the, the um, I can't even think of the words. They must have used a model from him, from, yeah. which they, of course they would do from that mm. time.
1: But then as soon as Arnold Schwarzenegger turns up, it looks and it's like something from Resident Evil 2. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, yeah.
0: But I did think the Linda Hamilton... Fur- I liked the fact that Furlong was facing the bar. His voice was was very good. Whoever was doing yeah, the voice yeah. work. And I believed it. Mm. And I I really liked the idea of changing the timeline.
1: I've got problems with that.
0: Right, okay, explain.
1: I'm no fan of Salvation and Genesis and Rise of the Machines, as as we have covered. Mm. But I think to just come out a couple of years after the um, after the last film and go, yep, yeah, none of that mattered. We're going back to Terminator 2. I think it's quite lazy writing. You essentially have, oh, yep, yeah, Skynet never existed, but something the same as Skynet existed.
0: I, I like that, though, because we're, when we're talking about AI, when we're talking about humans and what they do with machines of course we're going to do the same thing we've just got different technology but we're using it for the same purpose
1: no it totally i mean it totally undoes the entire point of terminator 2 because we go to the end of the earth to rescue john connor in that Mm, and we we rescue him and then yeah but it doesn't matter because there's down the road there's something else that comes Mm -hmm. along
0: but then the argument would be to stop the films there and we know that these films are just are going to keep coming out.
1: And I kind of wish that they did.
0: Okay, fair enough. I understand or, that. Yeah, or, yeah,
1: or find a way to continue on from the last film. Don't just, like, it's just laziness to go back to... Because it's James Cameron being back in control of this. Mm. So he's just gone, right, we'll cross off that, cross off that, cross off that. We'll go back to here.
0: I think it's James Cameron being absolutely savvy. Mm. Because he... and. and and the other writers as well and the other producers because they're looking at what has happened since his film has come out and gone this is not the direction. I mean I know in the past he has said oh this is this is a brilliant film and he's produced some of the yeah. others as well and he's come out and obviously given it a, a, the thumbs up but Anyone who's anyone knows that those films have not worked. So why keep adding and adding to something that isn't working? Why not go back and say, actually, here is a new story with new characters, obviously not all of them, but here are new characters, a new timeline, and we are carrying on from Terminator 2. did
1: Didn't it right with me. Okay. And I think, it, I think it's laziness. Um, yeah, I think it's one thing to do it from Halloween to do it 20 years after mm-hmm. the last film, but to do it... Like three years after the last mm. film, I, I I didn't sit right with me at all, and it's very timey wimey. Um, yeah, <laughs> a, a Terminator came from a future that didn't exist, and for four reasons, we don't need to deal with Edward Furlong anymore. Yeah. Uh, so, and that's that's how I see and, it.
0: And, and I think that is the issue, isn't it? That we we don't want to deal, you know, deal with that the issue of of um, of John Connor because mm. he's been done to death now. And not necessarily in a particularly good way. I don't think he's that interesting a character. I thought Kyle Reese, out of everyone, was the most interesting character. This guy that is working with his his commander-in-chief, essentially, with John Connor, Mm. that is sent back in time, knowing he's going to meet the mother mother of John Connor. But he ends up being... The the whole reason that she has John Connor is because she then has a relationship with this guy. It's... I love that. It's so timey-wimey. It absolutely blows your mind.
1: But it works.
0: Mm. And it's Michael Bean, which, of course, he's given the most fantastic performance. Roy Atkinson. Stop it. Um, you know exactly who I yeah. mean. Uh, yeah,
1: uh, it, it annoyed me. Mm. It annoyed me that they've just gone, yeah, we'll just cross that bit out. Okay. And then, uh, yeah, I can't, I can't change my mind.
0: It's interesting that a lot of the things that I'm really appreciating, you are um, finding it to be a, a negative. Mm. I wonder why that is. I wonder so what the, what the, the only thing
1: is. I, The only thing I can think of is, I went into this, I saw it the first weekend before I read any reviews and I was really hoping that this would sort of reignite the franchise and I don't think, well, it obviously didn't mm. because it didn't do that well at the box office. Mm. Um, and I think I I look back at what, the text I sent to a couple of friends when I saw it and I was like, oh, it's just really disappointing. Having seen it now without the pressure of the franchise on it and just... I think I enjoyed it more. It's still got... I still got flaws that you could drive, oh, yeah. drive yeah. a hole through. yeah. of course. But I think I am more forgiving of it now, just watching it on a Sunday night in a, mm. just, you know, sat with a couple of beers yeah. than I am waiting for it to see what it can do to the Terminator franchise. For me, there is still two Terminator films.
0: Okay. Fair enough.
1: There's still two Terminator films. There's still one Predator film. <laughs>
0: Fair enough. I'd I'd love to sort of go deeper into why we are seeing this in such a different way, but it, it's clearly th- thematically for you and for me. We're absolutely on the same wavelength, but opposite ones. Yes. Does that make sense? Yeah. You can't be on the same wavelength if for that opposite. But I've totally balls that up. But yeah, <laughs> you know, yeah, you know what I mean. It's everything it's we're saying movement. is oh oh t- a tenant reference at yeah. this time. Yeah. Uh oh, I'll be driving the wrong way around a roundabout again in a minute. <laughs> um, Anything else you want to... Oh, can I mention... Sorry. Just... Sorry, yes. I'm back in the class, teacher's pet. Yeah. Putting my hands up in the air. Um, can I mention the soundtrack, which I really appreciate it? I think the
1: soundtrack's really, really good. Is it a
0: guy called... I tried to catch his name on the credits. Is it Tom... I want to call him, like, Tolkinghorn, but that's a... Uh, um, that's a Charles Dickens character.
1: <laughs> yes, I think that's uh...
0: a... <laughs> or a mashup of a Charles Dickens
1: character. It's Junkie XL as
0: oh.
1: Tom Hulkenborg.
0: Hulkenborg, that's what I'm saying. So, talking.
1: yeah, obviously yeah. Junkie XL. Wow. Um I didn't realise he was under his real name in That That's amazing. Yeah, I've just done this looking up. What, where's he from? Uh, so, so Junkie XL is obviously a DJ. Yeah, I know yeah. that, darling. Uh, but he has done...
0: Where's, um, but where's he from? Oh, where's he from? Yeah, yeah, yeah. What's his nationality? Uh, he's Dutch. <gasps> okay.
1: Well, where's, 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 where, 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 where's that? <laughs> Stop it. Where is it? Stop it. Where, where, where are people who are Dutch from?
0: The Netherlands. Yes. Thank you. Have you been to the Netherlands? I was about to say no, but I have, haven't I? <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes, I've been to Amsterdam. Well done. Yes. <laughs> it's very late, you know.
1: Elaine's um, not very good at uh, geography. Yes,
0: and like anyone who listens to that this podcast will know that you make that comment every week. Yeah. Sorry, I was waving my hands around talking about Junkie XL. Yeah. So, yeah, really appreciated that. It didn't hit you over the head with all of the Terminator themes, but it was very respectful of it, and I thought there were some beautiful melodies going going yes. through. Particularly when we're travelling through Mexico. Yeah, I appreciated that.
1: Good, good, mm. good. Um, So, Tim Miller. Deadpool. Deadpool.
0: So he's the director.
1: He's the director.
0: mm what do you think of the
1: sort of look of this film?
0: Well, cinematography-wise, I didn't think it was anything particularly special. And direction, there were a number of occasions, actually, where I had to turn to you, didn't I, and go, what's happened there? Yeah. Can we just rewind that? Yeah. What she said, What's what's gone on with his arm? Mm. And there's still a couple of scenes that I don't know what was happening, even like ones that I didn't even point out to you because I thought... I'll be getting annoying. Yeah. But there's a bit yes. in. <laughs> yes. Andy. Yes, Andrew. Um, yes. There's a scene in the detention centre when they're in, crossing the border. Yeah. Um. Where Linda Hamilton's fiddling around with something in her pocket, and another guy who she's not met before comes up behind her, and they almost like pass something between. She's each trying to pick
1: her. the lock to get out. Yeah. And as she's getting arrested, she hands the pick to him. Right. Sort of, so that she's not found with a lock pick, oh. and so someone else has lock pick. I guess. See,
0: didn't didn't get that at all, okay. and was waiting for that to come back. Was waiting for someone to like get the lock open or to mm. throw something to her, or yeah, yeah. There was things like that 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 seems so simple now that you've explained it to me, but clearly it didn't work with the direction. There was the scenes underwater, which I couldn't really follow. <sighs> a number of the action scenes. Whilst you felt the heft, because one of my real bugbears is where there's a load of action, but you can't actually, it doesn't feel physical. Yeah. This did feel physical. Yeah. Everyone, and when everyone was fighting, you felt that they were injured and tired and they needed medication. And I, li- I like that about it. But the action scenes were so difficult to follow at times. Yeah. That made it feel less real. Mm. Not for any of the reasons that I've said, just... Where is the car? Where are the people?
1: I I don't necessarily agree with you on that. I just think that they got exhausting because it's just one after the other. And once you see, Yeah, once you see it for the seventh time, then it's far less cool than it is for the first time. Uh,
0: I just wonder whether we've got to a point in cinema, and you'll probably disagree with me because you've disagreed with me on everything else tonight, but we've got to a point where we've seen so much action and... Everything, it, it seems so easy now to. Oh, there's an aeroplane and we're falling, we've got a Humvee falling out of it and it's going to open a parachute. And mm. oh, here's something else falling down a waterfall. Where that one scene would have been, you know, if we had like the waterfall scene, for example, in a film, that would have been the culmination of the action. Yeah. That would have been the big thing That I'm thinking about the fugitive, I don't know why, because obviously there's a scene with a big waterfall mm. in there. But yeah, that's what I'm thinking is like back in the nineties, a great big scene on an aeroplane would have been The Thing. Yes. And I, I don't know whether I just miss that. I miss building up to an action scene.
1: Yeah. Uh, no, I totally agree. I totally, totally agree. Um, I think when we go back to one of our first date nights, when we saw uh, Waterworld mm. and because it's a practical effect and you mm-hmm. can see that it's practical effects, yeah. that, that, action scene meant so much m- more and s- stayed with me so much more than, like... When you were, like, the waterfall scene, I'm like, I've seen it twice and I've yeah. seen it f- within the last couple of hours and I'm, I'm still like, which one's that? Yeah.
0: I don't believe the war is real. I don't yeah. believe the things that happen in a... Do re- you, you know what I mean?
1: The underwater fight was better in Top Secret than it was in <laughs> this. <laughs> you were,
0: I agree. Yeah. I agree. Um And you know how much it takes for me to say that <laughs> something in Top Secret is really good. But, yeah, it, you, you feel... Like you're 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 actually there, and a lot of the action scenes were this like sepia toned. It doesn't fit the color. Mm. The color palette doesn't feel real.
1: It looks dirty. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. and not in a sort of like physical grounded mm. way. It just looks wishy washy, you know.
1: Can we talk about Arnold?
0: Yes, we can talk about Arnold.
1: Why does the Terminator age, other than the actor who plays him ages? I don't
0: know, but I'm glad they've done that instead of de-aging him like they've done in the other films although they did do that
1: obviously yeah. at the beginning i, I found his I, fa- I found it quite a jolt for him to be mm. shoehorned in mm-hmm. halfway through the film
0: yeah it does turn when they meet him
1: the, there's a couple of jokes that like don't feel like they belong in a different film
0: what about him doing some drapes yeah <laughs> i quite like that
1: but it it, it proper it doesn't fit in that part of the film. Okay. It doesn't fit in this film. I think you can put humor in that because the first the first hour of this film is entirely humor- humorless. Yeah, you're absolutely right. And if I've got Arnold Schwarzenegger in my film, I don't want him doing fucking stand up.
0: <laughs> I don't think he's doing stand up. I think it's it's trying to show that he's got well. He The Terminator always had some human humanity about him yes. in that the um he did things that were unintentionally funny, and that I think is what. He's doing here as well. He's talking about how you should have drapes that are a particular color in a little girl's room, and you know that sort of thing. I don't want. I don't want Arnold to do. cracking
1: sh- to be the one cracking the stupid jerks
0: Okay, but he's done that in the in the previous film, so I suppose it sort of. Oh, did he? Yeah. yeah, well, unintentional. Like well, I say, unintentional humor when he he says things that seem very very serious, and but actually they're quite light hearted
1: yeah but that's not what this is this is him talking about the type of curtains you should have in a little girl's room okay yeah it's not the humor i want from my arnold
0: okay i didn't mind him i have to be honest i didn't mind him i thought he did a good job i think he looks great for his age and he's still, I'm just happy he's able to like swing himself about and do all of his <laughs> do all of his bits and pieces, mm. you know. And he had a lovely dog in this as well that i yes. really took to. And Arnold's a big animal lover. Doesn't he like live with a pony or something? There's loads and loads of videos of him with these animals that he like lets into his house and he's always feeding them. You're looking at me like what have it's, I been it's watching? It's just like a fever later? dream or something. <laughs> no. He like does see that he's been doing a lot of COVID. So like so. Snow White
1: or something where she lets the like the, the bunnies in the house to feed and. No, or is Ventura. He's
0: been doing like a you know the governor says you know wash your hands and wear a mask and all that sort of business and he it's been from on his ranch. I
1: have to imagine I'm I'm kind of vis- like my vision is like a Doctor Doolittle where there's like yeah. a giraffe's head coming through. It the... is a bit
0: yeah, it's a bit. I'm I'll show you it afterwards um, as long as I haven't made it up which is entirely possible so yeah I, I, I don't mind him he's got to be in this hasn't he like it's a Terminator film you've got to put him in somewhere
1: yeah yeah. tick, tick
0: a box Linda Hamilton's back Arnold's back I could see they were actually really enjoying being together on screen yeah
1: yeah mm-hmm. glad they were
0: yes can I, can we before because I can see we're going to um, because we've been going for a while actually when I'm looking at this can I, can I talk about James Cameron and his marriages?
1: If, 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 if you want.
0: Yes, I, just, I know that has absolutely nothing to do with the film, but because it's a, a James Cameron production, because I find James Cameron fascinating, um, mainly because I, I just love his films. I love... Um, Ali- I was about to say Alien 2. But I love Aliens. I know it's I love Aliens as well. Um, I love Aliens. Roll your eyes at this all you like. I don't care. I love Avatar... Love it.
1: I mean he does as yeah, well. Yeah, I know. I and mean... boy is he making sure that we love it by the end of <laughs>
0: yeah. I just I remember going to see Avatar and thinking, I have never seen anything like this before. I went twice. I felt it was the most immersive experience I've ever had at the cinema.
1: Oh don't get me wrong, I had I think as a spectacle mm. I think it's I think it was excellent. I don't think it was a good film.
0: Well it's it's your I suppose it's your point break, isn't it? You know, when we were talking on our point break date night, we were trying to list all the films that like are like point break in that someone goes into another culture yeah. or a- another gang.
1: Fern Gully, and- <laughs> yeah, yeah. Pocahontas. Yeah.
0: It's, yeah, I know a lot of people said that it was like that, but I, I really loved it. I want it to be a great big blue whatever they are. I've forgotten what they're called. Um, the... Navi. That's it, the Navi. I wanted to be part of the Navi, and go flying through the forest. But Are you enough... looking
1: forward to the twenty-seven sequels that we're getting over the next? Not really. Eight no. Years. See, there we go.
0: Not really, but anyway, I was just saying, I'm, I am a fan of his films. Um, probably not all of them when I look at them, but th- those big ones that I'm that I'm thinking about now, James Cameron. This is what I find fascinating. I really find people who have had lots of marriages, you know, a bit like Henry VIII. Um, I find them quite fascinating I don't know why it th- there's something that probably needs unpacking and therapy okay so he he was first married I
1: mean I'm kind of worried about this <laughs> no, but...
0: <yeah. laughs> he was first let's, let's move on quickly just give us some warning before you uh,
1: start <laughs> the next one
0: it's, It was first married to Sharon Williams they were married in 1978 and they divorced in 1984 which obviously is when The Terminator came out so I yes. like how it always like sort of Gets involved with the film, then. Then do you know who, him, who else he married?
1: Um, I know that he married um, her.
0: What Linda Hamilton? Linda Hamilton. Well, wait. We have we have a little way to go before we get to Linda Hamilton. Is it Catherine
1: Bigelow. For next?
0: Hang on. Oh, hang on. No, we've got another one. So, um, then in nineteen eighty five, which obviously is the the year after Terminator, um, he marries Gail Ann Hurd, who is a very famous American film producer and founder of Valhalla Entertainment. She was... Let me have a look. She was the producer on The Terminator. Okay. So there's your little little link in there. So, yeah. And Aliens and The Abyss. Okay? Yeah. So, The Abyss comes out in
1: 1989.
0: Right. and Heard and James Cameron get divorced in 1989. And in the same year... He marries Catherine Bigelow. So we got like, it's like, it's the same year. So divorced 1984, married 1985, divorced 1989, married 1989. He doesn't stay with Catherine Bigelow for very long, or she doesn't stay with him because they get divorced in 1991. But then six years later, he marries Linda Hamilton. Okay. So you've got a, actually a big jump, haven't you? From Two Minute to two Judgment Day in 91... Yeah. ...to him marrying Linda Hamilton in 97. I suspect they were two very strong characters because they, only married, they were already married two, for two years. Uh, divorced in 1999. But then again, like, he gets married again in 2000 to Susie Amos.
1: Who's that?
0: I'm just about to look her up.
1: Oh, I thought I was meant to know...
0: Susie Amos Cameron is an American environmental advocate, a former actress, a former model, and the wife of James Cameron, it says here. She's only been married twice.
1: Oh, is that all? Yeah. She plays Lizzie in Titanic.
0: Oh. Oh, she does. I don't know who Lizzie is. Oh, she's um she's old lady chucking the heart of the ocean in back into the ocean. She's her Granddaughter, I think. Oh, okay. Or like it's not grandniece or something like that. She's the, the young girl that takes old Kate Winslet back to find the Titanic. I thought the old lady threw it <laughs> in the ocean. <eye laughs> yeah, yeah.
1: Good. I Well they got it for you.
0: <laughs> yeah. So yeah. Oh wow, well, I mean, he's got a type, hasn't he? Yes. Pe- people that he's worked with mm. I suppose everyone has that. People that they work with or people that they have well, people that they work with in different capacities, I suppose, producers and actresses.
1: Okay. Before we <laughs> yeah,
0: go, you want me to stop now, don't you? I've,
1: I've got one more thing to say to you. Right, go on. How is it possible you don't remember "I'll Be Back" by Arnie and the Terminators?
0: Am I meant to know what you're referring to? Are you? We're talking about this song before oh, we started. Have you been? Have you been singing that yes. today? Yes. Yes. Have you been singing something and I have not understood?
1: <laughs> it was a big hit in the in 1991
0: i'll be back by arnie and the terminators yes i'm saying it out loud to see if something actually goes oh. bing uh but it hasn't sorry is this what you were singing partway through the film when i turned to you and thought that you'd fallen asleep because i thought you would you'd done that thing where you kind of fl- you know when you flow off into a, into a, another thought pattern mm. and you, sometimes people start saying things out loud no
1: no no what i was actually what i was actually doing was i was running because like i said i didn't remember much of this but i was running through the plot this was quite early on before the bridge scene yeah and i was in my head i was humming oh my god i was wrong it was her all along <laughs> yeah god.
0: oh just, yeah it's It's unbearable, isn't it, But, anyway, and the Terminators
1: was a song by Steve Wright.
0: In the afternoon? Yes, that's Steve Wright.
1: From his, I might be doing The Breakfast Show or something like that then. And then they had, a. so then they released it as a single on the back of, it was about the same time, Terminator 2 was out. And it became a huge hit in the UK. And they were on Top of the Pops. You will see them in about a year's time. Oh, yeah, on Top of the Pops.
0: Yeah. Ye oldy top of the pops that's on.
1: It probably was kept off number one by everything I do, I do it for you because it was oh, the same summer.
0: Well that's well, yeah. Let's let's not mention that film.
1: But my my residing memory of it is that when we started our school when we cuz I went from primary school to high school in ninety one. Why is that weird?
0: Because in the northeast you go primary, middle, high.
1: Yeah, but that's not odd. the same anywhere else um so we when we had our first music lesson the in citizen circle it was like right can you name your favorite band <laughs> oh, and i remember one of the girls saying her favorite band was army and the terminators uh, and
0: when you say one of the girls you mean you it wasn't me it
1: wasn't me it wasn't me were
0: you well obviously your favorite band was well favorite person singing at the time was hulk hogan with i want to be a Hulkamaniac."
1: no that was four years before that cd oh, came God. out
0: I just... There's nothing I can really say back to that.
1: <laughs> yeah, it got to number five in the charts anyway. Arnie and the Terminators, I'll be back.
0: Good, but but it wasn't actually Arnie, it was Steve Wright.
1: Well, no, I think it was one of his team. You know, like how uh, Chris Moyles used to do songs, yeah. like parody songs, and maybe it was Comedy Dave singing, or maybe it was a Melinda. <laughs>
0: I and mean, we were really going for our sort of like, if you're roundabout 40-odd from the UK, <laughs> you might get these references. Yeah. Yes.
1: So it was one of them, and it was one of his like, his production staff doing the doing uh, singing a song in the style of Arnold Schwarzenegger as the Terminator
0: good I'm going to bring us to a close now. Yeah, at least you've got a song to go out with. Oh, uh, is that the only reason you mentioned this? No, because
1: I love the do song. Do you want me
0: to look it up? And, um, yeah, you do. Yes, honey, of course you do. Honey,
1: the second this is off, we're gonna, I'm going to put the thing on YouTube. I might go to bed. <laughs> That's fine, I can follow you with a phone. <laughs>
0: Thanks. Right.
1: Thanks a lot for listening. Thanks, everyone. And we'll see you next time.
0: Thanks, everyone. See you soon. Bye. go just a reminder that you can subscribe to the honeymoon period podcast on apple podcasts google podcasts spotify or anywhere else you get your podcasts you can join in the conversation on facebook twitter and instagram just search for the honeymoon pod finally if you like this episode and you think someone else would too please share it see you next time